Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice, or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Fable. Today on Nerd Sports 72, we're going to talk about. I just had it, you piece of. Okay, there we go. Uh, cyber tossing. I knew there was going to be some kind of throwing involved cyber tossing. So I'm guessing we chuck old computers off of a cliff or something. No, it's that old, uh, they take a big log in Scotland and toss it part of the uh, Scottish games. Oh, you said cyber tossing. Is it caber? Caber? Caber. Caber. Yeah. See, I messed up. (laughs) Okay. So just so everybody understands, yes, I know that there's an echo. I just closed on my brand new house on Friday. We started moving in Saturday. I had to throw my portion of the office together just to make recording on time today. So we've got boxes everywhere. We've got, dude, I hurt in places that I forgot that I could hurt. Um, yeah, I figured. My knee is that. trashed. My hip is trashed. My back is jacked up. Um. Let me see here. Um, hung a TV in the living room last night. Uh, helped put together an entertainment center. Put the TV up in my sister-in-law's room. Put the uh, I got to hang a TV in my uh, son's room today. I've got a sound bar to mount and cables to hide on the living room wall. Yeah, dude. The struggle is real, man, but, you know, yeah. and these are first world problems. Uh, you know what I found out? You know, the, the, the first, second, um, third world, you know what that actually mm-hmm. means? It means that we're in a democracy. First, pro- uh, first world is democracy. Second mm-hmm. world is communism. Third world is uh, uh, n- neutral. That's what it actually means. I thought it meant about your industrialization. No, no. So it's got nothing to do with that? Nothing. I feel kind of jilted, man. I, I did too when I first heard it. He was like, you, you never heard because because I had a, a Tolu on and he's like, you know, you never hear about second world problems, do you? I was like, you know what? You don't. And I've so, found I mean, waiting in line for a roll of toilet paper would be a second world problem. Oh, yeah, that would be. Or, in the case of America, the 2020 pandemic problem. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, man. uh, It's, you know, about three, almost four years ago, I was told I needed to go live my best life. And, well, I'm, I'm doing exactly that. But, dude, I'm telling you, it hurts sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's a physical pain. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's uh, it's kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 glad to be sitting back at a desk. Uh, you know, for the first time, I've got a place that is kind of solely dedicated to these types of functions. That's away from everybody. Um, 
you know, we've got the double French glass doors, you know, so we can, I can shut them and, you know, kind of, you know, I can still hear what's going on out there, but it it's still pretty nice. Um, I, I, I got to watch what was left of the NASCAR race on Saturday. But we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, Austin Dillon. So but okay. we'll get into that in just a few minutes. Um, moving on here to baseball. Um, man, we're coming down to the end of the regular season. Um, Aaron Judge, he uh, he hit 50 home runs yesterday. I mean, he hit his 50th home run yesterday. Um, he's on pace to hit 63, which is one better than Roger Maris's record when he hit 62 in a single season uh, to beat Babe Ruth's record of uh, 61. Babe Ruth still uh, has a record no one's broken yet? Oh, no, no. I mean, Babe Ruth's records have been broken. Oh, okay. um, but... Uh, <sighs> As much as I don't like the Yankees, I would like to kind of see Aaron Judge, um, you know, set that record for the Yankees single season home run pace. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, I don't because he's a Yankee. But at the same time, I do because I know that this is a this is a basically he's a free agent after the season. Yeah. So if he goes out and he sets all these records, he's going to want the moon and then some from the Yankees. And I don't know that the Yankees are willing to pay that money for him, Um, which is fine by me. Open it up for somebody else. Um, You know, I'm sure like maybe the Dodgers would be willing to pay him, but um, I mean, of course it'd be funny as hell if the Red Sox came swipe, you know, swooping in and was like, Hey, we'll pay you. We're, we're your Huckleberry. But uh, I think that would be funny. But, you know, all that aside, um, uh, Albert Pujols is sitting at 694 home runs. He's got six more to go, and he's got like a month left in the season to hit 700 home runs for a career. I really want to see him do that. I really, really do. Um, Paul Goldschmidt with the Cardinals. <laughs> he's he's on pace for the uh, – uh, triple crown, which is uh, leading the your perspective league in um, actually leading the majors in uh, the three big categories for batting title. You got your batting average, you got your RB. Is uh, oh, you stopped Kyle that. Schwarber? Okay. Yeah, um, I mean. It, Kyle Schwarber playing for the Phillies. I mean, he he played for the Red Sox last year, and uh, Hayne Bloom just kind of screwed the pooch uh, by not re-signing this guy. But, you know, it's water into the bridge, whatever. Um, But I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh, postseason, to say the very least. Um, I'm going to try to catch one more game before the end of the season. I think maybe uh, like the last game of the season, perhaps. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Because the Phillies are supposed to come to Houston to play the Astros to wrap up the regular season. Um, I may try to catch one of those games. It's in the middle of the week, so, you know, it'd be kind of nice. But uh, I don't know. It's... I mean, it's it's going to be fun to, you know, see how the playoffs uh, unfold, uh, you know, with, I mean, because, I mean, Justin Verlander just came back. I mean, he's been back for about a month. He's, he's been on a pretty, pretty hot streak, pretty good hot streak. He pitched six no-hit innings the other day before he got pulled. Um, and now he's on the 15-day injured list with a calf injury. So... I don't know, man. It's it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, where everything lines up. And I just, I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be fun. That's that's all I got to say. I mean, at this point, 
I just want to see the Red Sox play the role of the spoiler. I, they're, for all intents and purposes, they're mathematically, they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, but in all realism, they're pretty much done for the year. So, um, you know what? I, and I'm okay with that. So, yeah, it is what it is. But, um, well, I got uh, NFL news too. Yeah, I was fixing to hop over to the NFL. Um, there were some roster cuts going on. Uh, nothing really notable. Uh, let me see here. Um, well, let me go over uh, this. NFL statement, uh, Watson suspended for 11 games for uh, sexual misconduct. Cleveland Browns, and this is uh, from uh, Improve the News, uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback uh, Deshaun uh, Watson was suspended 11 games and $5 million as part of a settlement announced Thursday with the NFL over uh, allegations of misconduct. Uh, hey, misconduct. Real quick, time out. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the date on that article? Because we went over that last week. We didn't get... Mother... Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> I I was gonna let you go, man, but I'm like, oh man, I can't. I thought you uh, only said well, I thought you only said he was only suspended for like five. No, initially it was five, then they did the appeal, and then, then when they came back, the NFL increased his suspension to eleven games. Oh, okay. Um now the number that you've got there of five million differs from what the official report was of three million. So Either way, he's having to pay out money to settle with these ladies, and he's not going to collect a paycheck for the first 11 weeks of the season. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and then when he does officially come back, that first start, depending on how the, how the, how the, the, the quarterback that Cleveland's putting in the starting position fares, he may end up being, he may end up fighting for, for a job. Yeah. Um, now, in all realism, with the ownership group spending the type of money that they did on Deshaun Watson, do I expect him to have to fight for a job? No. Is he going to have to? No, because they already is, paid is, out. Is, like, they're right. paying out like two hundred. So this poor million. kid that, that's getting the shot to try to accumulate some wins for this team, he's going to have to graciously just accept it, step aside, you know, because, I mean, it's like, the rule is, is that you can't ever lose your job because of an injury. Well, in this case, while he's not injured, he's he's not really um, – uh, hold on a second. But um, I need to start putting out memos that, hey, I'm going to be recording. So, uh, Well, he's only off. playing for the full season. He's only playing six games from what I just calculated. Yeah, I mean, it's a 17-week season or 18-week season, but you're only playing really 17 games, kind of a sort of, you know, situation. But still, hey – do I think that he just needs to take the year off and just go to and just hire a PR firm and then do exactly what they tell him to do? Um, yeah, I, I think that he just needs to take the year off because honestly, 11 games is still a slap on the wrist. Considering what he did. I think he should be fired. If it was, if my thinking is this, until the court, the court uh, goes in, and this is only a civil case. That's what's really bad. If it was a criminal case, I would still say this until the court is done, and they have something to say and everything like that. What what if they find uh, find him uh, guilty, and he's still playing? I mean, well, I, I, here's the thing, you know. If they found him guilty, it would be like a Michael Vick situation. He'd have to put his career on hold um, and serve his time. 
And then he would have to go through some kind of reinstatement process, come back to the NFL, and then have to earn his spot. Yeah. Michael Vick came back and earned his spot. He came out firing, won games, gave Philadelphia that that warm, fuzzy feeling that a rushing quarterback usually does. Um but you know it's I, I it to me when you've got that many people coming forward and complaining, either there's an incredibly huge conspiracy theory going against you or you are a shit pump. Yeah, dude. What was the other term? Cockwomble? I yeah. mean, dude, seriously, it's it, it, there. We have guys that take performance enhancing drugs and then they come back and they actually get paid more after their suspension because why? You know, it, their name or the stats that they were producing while they were juicing. I mean, to me, that's not fair. Um, you know, it, it's, you got, you got guys that beat their wives. <sighs> Take performance enhancing drugs. You know, they get to come back and they get to play this game. Mm-hmm. You got guys that are out there molesting women. And I mean, they may be molesting guys. I don't know. Nobody speaks up, but nonetheless. They're out there breaking the law, breaking the law, physically breaking the law. Well, not physically, but you know what I mean? Yeah. They're out there. They're out there breaking the law. They're out there performing illegal acts. And they get to come back and be a part of the game that puts their name on the back of the jersey. And they're being treated less severely than somebody like Pete Rose who bet on his team to win or bet on other games that his team was not involved in. And somehow that's a blight on the game and they're banned for life. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, to me, it's not apples and oranges. I mean, it's really not. You're either guilty of doing something that makes the brand look bad or you're not. And it's, it's one of those situations where you can't have it both ways. You just really can't. It's, to me, it does not set a good precedent. Because with the right legal team, you could pretty much get all get away with murder. OJ Simpson proved that. Yeah, but you can't get <clears throat> sorry, but you can't get yeah. away with uh, uh, you you can get away with flashing your dick to a masseuse and then beating off in front of her, and as long as you pay her enough to shut up, or you know, you your your legal team does what they're paying being paid to do and they make these women look like absolute monsters and liars. Yeah, sure. Fine. You can get away with whatever, you know, and, and it's not me saying that we need to sweep these, you know, I mean, I'm not saying believe the victims a hundred percent because you and I both know we've got personal knowledge of, of, of people who lie in very egregious ways to make themselves look good. Yeah. To, to gain an advantage. And it gets uh, to the point where they're lying. They're, they're, they're lying and they just want other people to believe them and everything like that. I, I literally had one chick who's like, you can't believe what he says just because he makes sense. I'm like, what did you fucking just say that about me? It's like, like, yeah, you have a way you have a way to using facts and everything where uh, Connor addicts what I'm saying, what I what I feel. I'm like, 
I reject your reality and substitute it with one of my own. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> all it was. <laughs> that's what that sounds like. <laughs> I'm just like, holy crap. I, and I can really hear myself echoing. And I'm going to bring that down just a little bit. Is that better? A little bit better. I can barely hear you now. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just do this. Turn my company down. No, because that. Uh, this is such garbage. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let me try that. What, is, what about now? Is that better? No? I can't hear you. Yeah, you got to turn no. it up a little bit. Okay, I got to turn it up. I'm going to have to figure this out. I ordered some new socks for my, my microphone. They should be here Thursday. Hopefully that'll cut down on some of the echo in here. But um, it's not as bad. Once, I mean, once we get, once, like I said, once I get everything hung and, and put together in here, it'll be fine. Yeah. You know? I mean, somewhere in the plethora of boxes that we have in our garage that we're slowly emptying. Um, I don't want... It's a scam likely call. I'm not doing it. Okay. I was going to take a scam call live on the show and be <laughs> like, uh, you've reached a federal military installation with it. Uh, this number does not accept incoming calls. How did you get this number? I need you to hang on for just a minute while I do a trace you know, freak them out real bad. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's what we're looking at. Uh, I, it, I'll be glad when the season starts. Cause I can sit down in my living room and with my wife and my sister-in-law and watch football. You know, we can watch, the baseball playoffs and things like that. Um, he got enough screens to do that too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But the big one is in the living room and that's really, as long as we can catch the Cowboys, I don't really care. But, uh, there was All another right. thing. There was, there was another thing that I, uh, this was today uh Jimmy Garpa's new deal with 49ers back bars for uh Trey uh Jimmy Lance. Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Man, I didn't get to use my speaking spade, all right? <laughs> Dr. There Stephen Hawking. Aging Dr. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, I didn't get to use my Stephen Hawking voice, okay? Like, like I can't come to the phone right now. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, it, it still may be, but Monday's deal uh, to retain Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, pumps the brakes on his coordination. Uh, after filled efforts to offload the veteran quarterback via trade this offseason, the 49ers reported to glee a uh, agree to a one-year 6.5 million dollar guaranteed contract with Garoppolo on Monday that includes an additional 9.5 million in bonuses largely uh, attached to playtime uh, the deal arrived hours before Tuesday's deadline to cut NFL rosters to 53 and make Garoppolo, the league's highest paid backup quarterback. Yeah, see, here's my take on that. This is the 49ers trying to save face. Um, because, you know, they've got... Um, uh, oh, come on, seriously? Um, okay. Um, I need to get a MacBook specifically for the purpose of recording our show. That, but that is uh, so back to what I was saying. This is the 49ers trying to save face because they're you know they're sitting here going, well, we tried to get rid of you even though you took us one game away from the Super Bowl, you know, 
I mean, they, they, I mean, this is just them trying to save face after being an ungrateful bunch of, you know, lectures. It's, um, oh, Mikhail Gorbachev apparently died today. I thought he was dead already. Oh, really? Well. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting texts I, while I'm trying to record. I, 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 I'm with you. I thought he was already dead. Maybe it's one of his kids. I'm like, but you know, to me, who you cares? go ahead and do what you got to do. I'm gonna check this out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But um, oh yeah, all right. So the the Forty ers are just trying to save face. I mean, they're, I mean, we're gonna throw money at the problem. Uh, you know, it's not a good look for them. Um, not a lot, a lot of football news to go over right now. Um. NASCAR, the cutoff race, the end of the regular season um, was this past weekend. Um, They finished it with the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. Um, Of course, that race mired in controversy because rain came into play and everybody's like, well, NASCAR didn't throw the caution soon enough. Some people say they didn't throw it. You know, they threw it. You know, they, they didn't, they should have waited longer. And they're saying that there's scoring inconsistencies. Uh, bottom line, uh, driver of the number three Camaro for Richard Childress Motorsports, or Richard Childress Racing, rather. Um, Austin Dillon ended up winning that race. Um, good for him. He raced his way into the playoffs. Um, Martin Truex Jr., well, the driver of the 19 car for Joe Gibbs racing. Mm-hmm. He got, he, he got bumped out of the playoffs. Um, and then um, let's see here. Let's look at the standings right now. Uh, standings. Okay. There we go. All right. So driver standings going into the playoffs, Chase Elliott driver of the nine car for Hendrick motorsports. He's 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 the points leader right now because he got the 15 bonus points going into the playoffs because he he was the points leader at the end of the regular season. Okay. Um so he's he's the number 1 seed right now. Uh Joey Logano drives a 22 car. He's he's the is in second place. Uh Ross Chastain, uh he's got uh he he's the number 3 guy. He's got uh Two wins this year. Kyle Larson is in fourth uh, with two wins this year as well. Um, uh, let me see here. He is uh, William Byron. I look for him to try to at least make a dent in advance to the next round. Don't really see him getting past the round of 12, though. Um, but Denny Hamlin's supposed to come in. Everybody's saying that he's due. I mean, he's he's basically what the equivalent of every. I, I've heard him being called the Mark Martin of the modern era. Uh, Mark yeah. Martin was one of the most resilient race car drivers NASCAR has ever seen, but he never closed on that championship. He never won a championship. Um, he battled some of the best that this sport has ever seen. Um, made a lot of boneheaded decisions. Uh, made some really great moves. Uh, during the course of his career. Um, I respect the hell out of Mark Martin. I really do. Um, yeah, it just, he never closed on that championship, which would have been nice, a, a nice little feather in his hat. But and that being said, uh, moving on, uh, Ryan Blaney uh, drives the number 12 car for the, uh, for, uh, for Penske. Uh, it, I expect him to, to make it pretty far, at least the round of eight. Um, Kevin Harvick, don't really look for him to move past the round of 16. Um, Christopher Bell, don't look for him to pass uh, 16. Uh, the number 18 card, uh, Kyle Bush, he's in the 11th spot right now in the standings. I expect him to advance at least to the round of eight. Um don't necessarily know if he's going to pull it off with, you know, winning to advance, but he may rely on points alone just to get to at least to the round of eight. Um, Chase Briscoe, I expect him to drop out of the 16. Um, 
Daniel Suarez, he drives the 99 car for Trackhouse Racing. I loved seeing him get that win at uh, Watkins Glen earlier this year. Was it Watkins Glen or Sonoma? I think it was Sonoma. Um, anyways, a road course. Um, really, really happy to see him get that win. Um, he he got in by virtue of his one victory this year. Um, Austin Sendrick, the Dresden number two car, he's in by virtue of the fact that he won the Daytona 500. Now, he is the rookie in this field. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, I don't expect him to go too far. Uh, Alex Bowman uh, drives the 48 car for uh, Hendrick Motorsports. I like the guy. I just don't expect him to go very far. Maybe the round of uh, maybe the round of 12, but that's probably about it. Unless he gets on a really, really wide, long, hot streak. Because his crew chief, Greg Ives, has already stated that at the end of the season, he's stepping away from the car as crew chief. So that's going to be a bit of a distraction. Um, that's going to put that team in a sort of, sort of state of flux going into next season. They're going to have to get that crew chief situation figured out. Um, rounding out the top 16 and the only drivers eligible for the championship this year is going to be the number three car, Austin Dillon, when he pulled off that victory, winning his way into it at Daytona over the weekend. Um, just missing it is, is uh, Martin Truex Jr. Um, it, uh, I mean, I would have liked to have seen him run for another championship. Uh, he's going to be back next year. So that's going to be a good thing. It's going to provide some consistency. Um, I mean, some of the more notable ones. Um, we've got. Uh, 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 Kurt Busch drives a 45 car for 2311 racing owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. Mm -hmm. He's been out of the car for the last couple of, or last few weeks because of a uh, concussion protocols. Right. So he stepped away did from he, the car. Did he uh, wreck his car last? Uh... Well, he had a pretty nasty wreck and he got a concussion from it. So, um, you know, he did the responsible thing. He stepped out of the car. And is giving, how's that look for lighting, huh? Yeah. Um, so he stepped away from the car. Um, Ty Gibbs, Joe Gibbs' grandson, has been driving the car on the cup level uh, for uh, the last few weeks, which is all fine and fine, well and good. Um, Kurt Busch did win a race this year. And he was eligible for the playoffs, but because of the medical issues, NASCAR was willing to give him a waiver to make him eligible to still compete for the championship, even though he's been out of the car for the last few weeks. Um, he, Denny Hamlin, and Michael Jordan all sat down. They had a discussion, and they felt that it was maybe the best thing to drop the medical waiver and let somebody else race their way into the playoffs uh, That you know that's able to compete full-time and be able to compete at that high level. Um, not the biggest Denny Hamlin fan, but I respect the hell out of that move. You know, especially coming from Kurt Busch, who used to be one of the big whiny kids in the garage. And he's been in the sport for about 20, 22 years now. And it's, uh, you know, it's refreshing because the, just seeing his progression as far as personality is concerned, he went from being the guy that actually physically got punched in the mouth by Jimmy Spencer after a race um, to being one of the more respected uh, competitors in the field. And I mean, this guy's got a load of talent. He gets into a car that's maybe mid pack and turns him into a top 10 team. I mean, he's just that good of a driver. And I mean, I, I would love to see Kurt Busch win some more before he finally decides to hang up his shoes, uh, you know, hang up the helmet. But, uh, you know, it. nonetheless, it's still refreshing to see that kind of progression from his early days, getting fired from a couple of different teams and finally ending up here, driving a Toyota, winning a race, making putting this team basically riding that ship 
I mean, just it's it's a total it's a it's a total class thing, and you know you, enough cannot be said about about him. Um, let me see here. We've got. Uh, I mean, there's just I. There, I mean, there's a lot of names I could go down this list, and. You know, I, I could go down this list and spend probably about an hour going over different things about all the drivers that are involved, not only in the playoffs, but all the way down to like 32nd place or even 33rd with uh, David Reagan being, you know, driving the number 15 car. But I don't know. It, the NASCAR playoffs are kind of a different breed. Um, you win and you automatically advance to the next round. Um Otherwise, you have to qualify for the next round based on points. And it really puts that emphasis on winning, physically winning races. So, you know, I, I kind of like that because it, it prevents guys from sitting back in points racing. And like, okay, we can win a stage here. We can win a stage there. As long as we finish in top five, I think we should be okay in points. I'll get out there and win. And, you know, secure your spot. Is that way... You you eliminate like if you win early in that round, you can go out and have a crappy week the next week and know that it's okay because you've already advanced. You know you've already secured your spot. Now, yeah. if you if you continue to win, it, you know stay out there and you compete and you win two you know two or three races in a row. Great, because all that does is just boost. You know, just it pads your points lead. Going into the next round, it increases your seating. I'm all for that, but the, the goes, virtue, the it virtue, goes for the next year. No, 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 no. It's just the next round of this particular playoffs. No, oh, okay. because you got your round of 16, and then after three weeks, you go down to the round of 12. Following uh, after three weeks, you go down to the round of eight, and then once the round of eight is over, then you're left with just the championship four. And that's when everybody rolls into Phoenix um, to compete for the championship. And the only four drivers that are eligible to compete for the championship for the series for that season are just those four that advanced to the championship four round. Um, I mean, they could be like dead last, but they're. Uh, well, okay. Let's just say all worst four case of them could be like, okay. My worst scenario, case scenario is you roll in. You roll into the race, uh-huh. and you're the only four drivers that can, can compete, and it, all four of those teams are just having the absolute worst day. Yeah, they're all, f- like, uh, all four Several flat laps races. down, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. At that point, they're racing each other to get back, to, to get as many <laughs> laps back as possible before the, before the checkered flag flies. Because ideally, if you win that race, you win the championship. Otherwise, you're relying on finishing positions. Okay. How many laps have you led, you know, versus how many stages did you win? Uh, you know, were you able to finish top 10 in those stages to earn stage points? You know, it just they break it down to the point where it's almost impossible for them to require a tiebreaker. I was, and, I was kind of wondering that because the the way – it seems the way you're talking about it and everything like that, they could be like dead last when they still, one of them would still win the championship. Well, and the reason why they went to this playoff, to this points format for, you know, the playoffs and things like that is back in the day, man. I mean, like even into the two thousands, you know, like, Oh, well I say two thousands because 2004 is when they initiated this chase for the cup thing. Right. Where Mm -hmm. they, they, they've taken on, versions of the current playoff format and points points format right um back in the 90s uh when dale earnhardt senior won his last championship his seventh championship they 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 point point raced all season long and dale earnhardt senior had so much of a points lead going into the final race at the end of the year in Atlanta when they used to hold the race there mm-hmm. that all he physically had to do was strap into his car, start it and roll off and take the green flag. 
Wow. All he had to do. That's what he took, I was he, thinking he took, about. He took, he, took, he took the green flag, dove into turn one, and on, the, on lap number two, as he came around, his pit crew put up a sign, you know, 19, I think it was like 1997 or something like that, uh, Winston Cup champion, Dale Earnhardt, you know? <laughs> and at that point, everybody was just racing for second place. Because um, even if he had wrecked out of that race, he still would have had enough of a points cushion that second place would have never overtaken him. Oh, wow. And so they, they wanted to make it interesting for the fans. Uh, they wanted to put a better market, you know, a more marketable product out on the track. And that's when they came up with this chase format thing. And they expanded the field from 10 drivers to 12 to 16. Um, and then they refined it. And they keep tweaking with the rules every now and then here and there. Um, because when Jimmy Johnson uh, reeled off his seven championships, five of those were consecutive. There, there was a five-year uh, stretch there where Jimmy Johnson was your reigning Cup Series champion. Mm. And it was just because he was dominating and putting together wins and finding a way to finish top five, top ten, um, leading the most laps, you know, things like that. And NASCAR kept tweaking the rules. I mean, it was almost like, um, all right, so back in the day on the PGA Tour, when Tiger Woods was just killing it, right? Golf course designers went back and they, quote unquote, tiger-proofed their courses to prevent him from shooting such low rounds, you know, low-scoring rounds. Um, and, and, and the term tiger-proofing was a thing back in the 90s and, and, and through a lot of the early 2000s, I think all the way up to 2012. You know, uh, tiger proofing was a, it was a verb, you know? Um, so in essence, NASCAR was trying to Jimmy Johnson proof the, the playoff format and he kept finding ways to win. Um, and then eventually, you know, it was like his, his, his performance started to drop off a little bit. Um, whether it was because of production, uh, I mean, uh, uh, not production, but because of equipment or just the talent around him was starting to get better. And, you know, whatever the, whatever the cause was, I mean, eventually Jimmy Johnson did retire. He did say that he's open to returning to NASCAR for like one-off events, um, which would be cool, uh, like say a road course or something like that. But it would almost be a crime if he didn't drive his old 48 car. But um, Jimmy Johnson's doing pretty decent for himself in the IndyCar series. Um, oh, that's what it was. Keep on going. What? Okay. Kind of squirreled moment right there. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> so... <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to if I'm, if I'm going to take my pick as far as who's going to be in the top for, for the championship, I'm looking at Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Danny Hamlin and I'm going to pick a dark horse here. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to say Danny Hamlin. It's going to be your four drivers competing for champion uh, the championship in Phoenix. That's that's my that's my pick right there. Uh, Elliot Larson, Hamlin, and uh, what else did I say? Um, Ryan Blaney. Right? Did I say Ryan Blaney? I said it right now. No, there was this thing I found out about was like one of the IndyCar drivers was on the on the highway and 
he was following no, like, the rules no. of the world. No, it some guy in the Czech Republic had or has, I don't know, maybe had might be the appropriate terminology, uh, an older Formula One car. Oh, okay. And he was out driving on the on the on the interstate. Well, their version of the interstate. He was out driving on the highways, and <laughs> I think I saw a video. The police tried to pull him over, and he floored it and left them. The <laughs> uh... <laughs> dude's wearing a helmet, the whole nine yards. I mean, you could tell it's an older style Formula One car because there's not all the aerodynamic packages that are on it, and there's no uh, halo ring that you know uh, encloses the the cockpit like they do now but it was just an open cockpit you know uh, older style formula 1 car i think it actually had a ferrari engine in it but he just took off just i mean you're in a branded formula 1 car you're in a, you're you're in a rolling billboard of sorts how are you going to hide that I don't know. Yeah, but that's. that's I, so I, I I didn't I didn't see the conclusion of it. I think I think the authorities did track down who he was. Um, either he's been arrested or he's had his driver's license suspended. I have no idea. But I to me that was that was kind of funny. Uh, there. Um, let me get a hold of Colin real quick. All right. There was one that this happened like uh on the 2001 20th. The cops pulled that over. Yeah. I think it's funny watching some of these guys drive like Bugattis or McLarens or whatever and then they go over like a speed bump. Oh yeah, and, and they totally get, just and they get the stuck. Car. Yeah, it just totals the car well that's the whole reason why i would never uh want one of those one oh. in, in wichita falls i had i had a, I, I think i mentioned this before it's like the first uh cobra uh vipers mm-hmm. i wouldn't drive the uh one of those if you know if you paid me enough it was like yeah. uh if you crushed a uh uh soda can like one of those crusher crushers and you put it right there. Mm-hmm. That's how far away from the ground it was. And the yeah. first time I looked at it and I looked at it and I was like, I would never drive that. You know how All fast right, so. that oil pan would be gone. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Let me go ahead and get Colin pulled in here. Hey bud. Hold on. All right. You're going to have to speak up because. Okay. You hear him good, David? Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, angry faithful of all ages, it's that time once again for joke time with Colin. All right. Go ahead, bud. A boy, uh, a boy is in a a bath with his mom. Boy says, what are those hairs, uh, hair things, mom? Mom replies, that's my sponge. Boy replies, oh yes, the babysitter got, uh, has one. I've seen, uh, her wash dad's face with it. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. Good luck on that one, dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey bud, you ready for this three day weekend? You, um, I will uh, give you a call. Probably, let's see, today's Tuesday. I'll give you a call tomorrow or Thursday right. to to let you know what's going on. But uh, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm coming up there to get you, but just, you know, kind of letting you know, hey, here's what's, when, where, why, that kind of a thing. Cool? All right, bud. Miss you. Love you. I'll talk to you later. Later.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, angry faithful of all ages again. That was my genetic code on display for your eyes and your ear holes. Feel free to take the wet wipes on your way out the door. Don't forget to tip your bartenders and waitresses. They work for a living, unlike some of you entitled asses. You <laughs> are welcome. <laughs> well, that's the that's the end of the show. So uh seventy two. Seventy two, yeah. Um so the men's final four for the NCAA is going to be here in Houston about the same time that our 100th episode is kicking off. And I am sorry. I love our angry faithful. I love doing this show, but I am not paying $435 for a single nosebleed seat. Holy crap. Yeah. Nope. You and I, if anything else, we could go and just shoot footage from outside the NRG stadium. Oh, I wouldn't be fine with that. Yeah. I mean, you know that would what? be totally fun. Let me let me talk to some people. Oh, to see if we can score some press access? Well, no. Well, we could probably do some press access. It's, it's, it's stupid easy. It literally is. It's literally stupid easy. But you I mean, have to have like a little that. bit. Yeah. Uh, I'll look into that, but. We we might be able to do something else for a hundredth. I just gotta work something. We'll 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 look look around what's what's at that 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 time frame and everything. So yeah. So for those of you keeping score at home, keep your eyes and ears peeled because if we do what we're wanting to do in the way that we're wanting to do it, we're gonna have a pretty high bar to 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 match when we hit episode two hundred. Yep. Well, everybody, <laughs> I am David Dickerman. And I am Johnny Skelton for the very first time coming to you from the newly christened Noah Cullen Studios. And this is Nerd Sports. Peace. Victory.